Star Wars 7x7 episode 1188. This is the third half, (laughs) as it were, of our Rebels preview for season four. And the reason why it's a third half is because I had done something that I had utterly forgotten about. And now I'm following back up on it. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Taylor Gray from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And when I was talking about Star Wars Rebels, I had talked about the fact that it seems like they really are willing to take the gloves off to some degree, at least if the first episode of Star Wars Rebels is any indication. And Dave Filoni has gone on record saying that this will be a much darker season. He compared season three to the Empire Strikes Back season. It's called it the Empire Strikes Back season of Rebels. So I don't necessarily know how you go darker from there because certainly Return of the Jedi isn't really darker unless you just count how horribly disgusting Jabba the Hutt is. Is and how hopeless everything seems in the face of such a wacky and ill-conceived plan to rescue everyone by getting everyone captured first. But whatever that means to them, they sure seem to be taking a shot at it. So I guess more power to them. But anyway, so the deal was is that I had forgotten that I had put out a poll to the two Facebook podcast Star Wars groups. Wow, I threw those words all in entirely the wrong order. The two Star Wars podcast groups on Facebook in which I'm involved, Star Wars Podcasts and Podcasters, and the Star Wars Podcast Alliance, which has been temporarily renamed the Porgcast Alliance. I put two polls out, and I asked this question, or a variation thereof. I was asking about who people thought would die from the crew of the ghost in star wars rebels in season four and because chopper had an ever so brief cameo in rogue one and Hera was paged over a loudspeaker in rogue one we know those two folks have to survive the events of the rebels tv series which leaves us with ezra kanan sabine and zeb one or more of whom could be no longer with us by the time rebels actually ends and so That's the question I asked who do people think was going to die. And the overwhelming result, well, you know what, I'll work backward here first just to, you know, preserve a sense of suspense. I think you can probably glean who were in third and fourth place. That would be Sabine and Zeb. Yeah, they took the bottom two spots. And in one group, they didn't actually get any votes at all. And in the other group, they were, oh, let's see, yeah, just a handful of votes. And were they anything else? And it didn't even amount to... Oh gosh, 40% of, am I doing my math right? Yeah, I think I am doing my math right. It didn't amount to more than 40% of who the winner was. So yeah, anyway, so we're down to Kanan and Ezra. And second place would be Ezra and first place would be Kanan. The majority of the people and the lion's share of people thought that Kanan would be the one to die out of all four of these characters in Star Wars Rebels Season 4. And I gotta tell you, I'm... At a point where I'm starting to wonder whether <laughs> whether Disney or Lucasfilm or some variation thereof have some sort of problem with adult role model figures. Why is it that an adult role model can never 
move along and go off to doing something else that they wanted to be doing instead of mentoring a younger student, right? Like they've got to have hobbies. They've got to have lives. Maybe they've put it on hold to some degree to train whoever shows up at their door, right? But why can't some of these old mentors just retire and do security and not have to deal with life-threatening danger? And I guess the answer does sort of speak for itself, which is that, well, it's not going to be really exciting for somebody to retire off into obscurity. It's going to be more exciting and probably serve more story goals to have a mentor character die. But I mean, we didn't necessarily have to have Leia's parents die in the original Star Wars, and it's barely even referenced as a story goal, right? You know, it doesn't really change anything Leia's doing whatsoever. As far as Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, well, wouldn't it have been nice if they had said, all right, you know what, you're 19 years old, get out of here, <laughs> and sent him away, right? Like, would that have changed Luke's journey anymore? Like, I mean, in the sense of, would he have done anything differently? Let's assume that Ben Kenobi still would have come into his life, and there still would have been everything happening the way it was supposed to happen. Let's just assume the only difference is that Aunt Brew and Uncle Owen said, no, get out of here, kid. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure I know where I'm going with this. I just know really that I have a very strong feeling that the wisdom of the crowd is right on this one, that Kanan is not going to survive the end of Star Wars Rebels, and I'm a little bit bummed about that, you know? I don't know that it has to happen that way. And I like the fact, as I mentioned in an earlier podcast, that there could be actual jeopardy and actual stakes that you would actually believe and get more emotionally invested in these characters by understanding that they could be taken away from us. And yet, you know, I, uh, I don't know. I don't necessarily want him to go. And that's my take on it. And I'd love to hear yours, so please do share it at the comments at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and wrap up with a little bit of miscellaneous items. So stay hey, Rebel Rouser. The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash TFA. Welcome back. All right, so here I am in Los Angeles cooling my heels, doing some work, and I turn on the TV, and what to my wandering eyes should appear, but The Empire Strikes Back on TNT. And so I actually had the joy of stumbling across a Star Wars movie on TV and getting to sit down and watch the last half of it. I basically got to see... Everything from Cloud City onward. So, yeah, not last half, maybe third act, right? And here's the thing about it. We don't have cable at home, right? We just do Netflix and Hulu and, yeah, we cut the cable cord a while ago. So the idea of just kind of flipping on a TV and scrolling through and seeing what's on, that hasn't happened for me in multiple years. And earlier this week, I happened to be flipping through channels and saw The Dark Knight 
was on the uh, second of the three Christopher Nolan Batman movies, if you're not familiar with it. And that's one where I was like, okay, I'll stop and I'll watch this because this was a really great movie and I enjoyed it. And so I got to have the same experience with The Empire Strikes Back just now where I totally didn't expect it to be on. And once it was on, I was like, oh, hey, that's on. And so I had the joy of watching it for you know the last part of the movie. And it's not just a great Star Wars movie. It's a great movie in general. I don't need to tell you that. But, you know, you spend so much time in Star Wars land, especially, you know, me spending as much time in Star Wars land as I do. And I forget, and I don't know if you've forgotten as well, so I just thought I'd mention it, that Empire isn't just a good Star Wars movie. It's a good movie. So I hope you get the chance to check out Empire soon, just stumble across it one way or another. And I guess I should mention at this point also tonight, Return of the Jedi is going to be on TNT. And I think they're doing like a full week of Star Wars things, whatever's going on over there. But it's not the easiest to watch with all the commercials. And man, they pack a lot of commercials into the thing. But still, any Star Wars is really better than no Star Wars. (laughs) And on that note, I am going to call it a day. And so thank you very much for listening to this one. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get those droids working out on the South Ridge, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7X7. It's not a power converter, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.